Hey everybody, Donnie Bovine here. Thank you so much for listening to the episodes. Do me a favor, if you get any value out of these, would you leave me a review? It would mean the world to me. I'm on a massive mission to help as many people as I possibly can get to freedom through building a business. I gotta be honest, building a business is by far the toughest thing I've ever done in my life, and I promise you, my business has worked on me more than I've ever worked on it. I don't think there's a better tool in the world to meet the dude in the mirror than building your own company. You're going to find out what the hell you're made of. In these episodes, I bring on the people that have been through it, gone through it, done it, built monstrous companies, and I get them to coach me on how to actually level up, grow, and scale my business. They're hitting me with some hard questions. They're bringing some amazing advice. And, and I'm telling you, I take notes from every one of these episodes from these people that have actually lived it. They've gone through it and have turned their businesses into amazing empires. So I hope you find a ton of value in this. And I hope that this becomes something you come back to and listen to often. So guys, you're going to love this one. It's a really quick uh, episode with Tony Watley, man. And we dive into it. We talk about a lot of very cool things. Very, very, very focused on how to understand your own personal beliefs. How do you stand in those beliefs and put yourself out there, man? This was probably one of my favorite episodes we've recorded so far. So let's have it. One of the coolest things in the world is watching somebody's story unfold. And I got to be honest, Tony, watching the things you're doing and how you're showing up in the world has been very, very, very cool. And a little bit inspiring because it's always fun because I feel like I put out a lot of content and I do a lot of things. But it's always awesome seeing somebody else who's trying to run as hard as I am um, doing the stuff out there. But I got to say, with your content, dude, uh, you've gotten really bold and I fucking love everything about it. Uh, what's allowed you to be able to say the things you've said, you're saying, put out the content you're putting out and not worrying about backlash or anything coming from it? I think it's different because back when I was in corporate and I had to behave online because you could be canceled or have your job removed or your employment gainfully removed. Right. So, yeah, yeah. You do take risks. I think that we, I love freedom of speech. I'm very patriotic, a son of a veteran. Right. And the thing is, is that, yeah, the First Amendment, everybody talks about this, on, on, especially on social media platforms. First Amendment, you know, freedom of speech. But they don't understand that that doesn't actually exist on privately owned companies or even publicly traded companies. Like First Amendment, if most people would just educate themselves about what that is, it just means that the government is not supposed to, I'm not saying they wouldn't, is not supposed to show up in the black suburbans at the middle of the night, kick your door in and make you disappear. That's that's all it really protects you from is the backlash right. of the government, right? It doesn't protect you from Mark Zuckerberg or any other of the, the Elon Musks or any of that kind of stuff. So, you know, that's the kind of thing about, you know, there's freedom of speech, but there's not freedom of consequence. And so sure. if you're in a position where there's consequence, where you could lose your job or get fired or do the things you say or you lose your friends, like, you know, what? that's, that's fine. That's a situation you have to manage. But if you're able to create your own business, have your own cash flow, build things that you don't rely on anybody, be truly self-reliant, then you can say whatever the hell you want, as long as you're not doing it with ill intent. To me, if you're being disrespectful or antagonistic or just being an asshole, 
then you deserve the backlash. But if you're doing things with good intentions, the critics are going to come if you make enough noise. Oh, absolutely, dude. I can tell you, and, and I love that you brought in the corporate side of things because, dude, I can tell you, for 20 years, I was the button-up guy. You know, yeah. I even went so far that, that a vice president of a Fortune 500 pulled me aside and said, dude, you got to do two things for me. And I said, what's that? He goes, one, you got to lose the accent. That Every time you say y'all makes you look like a freaking idiot. And two, quit telling everybody you're a veteran because you're leaning on it and you're trying to use veteran status to get you somewhere in corporate America. Hey, Fantastic advice. Oh, for sure. He wasn't bashing me for being a veteran. I was using it as a crutch. Like, because I'm a veteran, I should be, you know, okay. doing something, right? right? Right. No, he wasn't bashing me. Um, uh, and he actually came at me in a really respectful manner. And I, and I still appreciate that he said it. Um, but the, that whole thought process, man, it took me 10 years to tell people for, because I took it a wrong way initially. It took me a while to take ownership of how he was telling me. Um, right. But it took me 10 years to even tell people I was a freaking veteran. Because, you know, you just didn't talk about it in corporate America. And then there's a lot of truth about not talking about being a veteran in corporate America, right? You know, there's a lot to play on there. But it was also you had to walk the walk, talk to talk, act a certain way if you were going to climb some sort of corporate ladder. And and that was beat into me um, through all the success and all the sailing that I did. I mean, it's really hard to turn that switch off. But God, there's a freedom when you can get to that point of going... This is what I'm going to put out there. This is how I'm going to talk. This is how I'm going to show up. That's right. That's right. So you take a unique stance because I got a personal philosophy. I'm staying out of three freaking areas. I'm staying out of politics, religion, and world news. I'm just, I'm not even getting in those games because it's just not the game I want to play. I guarantee a lot of that comes from that corporate upbringing um, of, of delivering like that. But you touch on a lot of that shit. And some of it is funny to watch and listen because you... It's not antagonistic in nature, but you will straight up go at certain ideologies. And I fucking love that you're putting yourself out there. Um, is, is that on purpose to go after these certain ideologies or is it you just got to a point where you don't give a fuck? Man, I think it's yeah, I like that you mentioned staying in your lanes, right? If you have certain topics that, you know, don't really benefit you or your mission or your purpose, Maybe it doesn't really do you any service to go into those kind of things. Maybe if you don't need to be talking about politics, maybe you don't need to talk about these other world events, but you know, I'm a speaker and I help people that are small business owners. That's my audience. And so when there's regulations and policies and government and administrations and, and office that hurt and harm small business owners, I'm going to be very vocal about that. I'm going to educate them on why they shouldn't vote certain ways because it directly, inf- you know, It's going to affect their company, their industries, their employees, everything about their lifestyle. So we need to be vocal about that. Now, when things are talking about like abortion and all these other things, that has nothing to do with business. I'm not just talking about that. I have beliefs in those kind of things, but they do not really go with what I'm talking about. And so I think it's really important to think about these polarizing topics that you, we all have strong beliefs on everything, but does it apply? Does it really move the needle in the purpose of things? that you're, you're really working towards. And that's for me, like, okay, politics is like going to be a major part of small businesses going forward or entitlement programs. Like that's taking taxpayers money. That's things that do not, that should not happen except for very isolated cases. I think in the United States, we should take better care of veterans, especially the people that have been in combat. We should take better care of people that, who are physically or mentally disabled or elderly people that cannot help themselves but all the other people that are working class and have a, a strong health and they can be able to go do things like, no, just educate them the best we can. We think, I think we should also 
increased education and things like that. But man, I, I can't stand entitlement handout programs without any effort. Yeah, I, I've been following you on Instagram for a long time. And you do have, you, I love the tone that you take when you post because you're really uh, forcing people to take a look at themselves and you're really calling them out. I woke up this morning way earlier than I needed to. So I, what do I do? I go to social media uh, instead of like being constructive. But your your reel from this morning popped up right away and it was the, the hard truths for men. Uh, and I read, I'm like, oh, this is awesome for the podcast. Good, good timing. Uh, but it was literally calling men out for not understanding where they were at in life and understanding that, you know, you at a certain point needed to stop uh, uh, trading hours for dollars. Yeah. And then when I went through uh, getting ready for this interview, I was going through looking at all your stuff and it's like, all right, so most of his posts is all about getting people to say, oh, shit, that's me. So how do you, what advice do you have for someone who maybe isn't as bold in their posting, but needs to be? How do you find that voice? Man, that's a good question here. It's initially when we go try to build our personal brand, we try to play the warm, fuzzy, middle average of the road. We, we try not to offend anybody. We try not to hurt any feelings. We want to be really likable. We just want to be liked. You know, it's like the human nature thing. We want to fit in with the tribe and not be outcast because, you know, millions of years of hev human evolution, we've been outcast. We would have been certain death, right? We'd have lost yep. procreation, food, shelter, protection, all these things because we got outcast. So we're hardwired within our DNA to try to fit in, right? And then people go out there and they play the kumbaya, happy, 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 joy, joy, middle of the road. And nobody's like getting an audience from that. They're like, well, I'm trying the best that I can. It's like, well, what are your real beliefs? Like, what do you fucking believe in? Well, I believe this, this, and it's like, well, I don't see you talking about that stuff. Well, you know, people, my, my aunt will get kind of mad and you know, my sister might get offended. And my, my friends from high school might say something. If I, it's like, are those guys paying your bills? Are they the road that's leading you to the purpose or the destination that you would like to achieve in your life. Well, if not, then they don't really matter. They're part of your essential past. They gave you some character skills, maybe learn some lessons from them, but they're not important for where you're headed. And so most people just want to play that average of the road. And so you got to be bold with your beliefs. Like I think about this, like I'm a big fan of Ralph Waldo Emerson, going back to the classic authors, right? He's the author of a, a book called self-reliance. The title alone tells you a lot, right? How do you become yep. self-reliant? And one of the passages in that book, I'd like to paraphrase here because I don't think it's spoken in old style English. It's, <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's I want to hear you do how, it with an accent, though. <laughs> man, it talks about how men, men will basically hold on to identities and status that they've built. And should their beliefs change, because we all have different perspectives, new evidence, new education, new realizations that create a different outcome in our mind that, man, I used to believe this, but I don't know if I do that anymore because all this is shown. And now I kind of believe mm -hmm. this. Well, most men, most people will hold on to that old identity because they don't want to offend anybody that's in that network and the people, yep. the status they've created in that network. Yep. So politics is a great example of that. Let's say that you're a, a lifelong Republican and Maybe you're kind of middle of the road and you're seeing some things that aren't really making you want to be Republican anymore. And you go, man, I'm kind of like, if I'm checking all the boxes, I'm actually kind of left leaning. I'm kind of liberal, but I'm not going to say that because I'll offend my dad and my grandmother and my, my mm. friends because they're all conservative, right? So vice versa, right? It goes both ways. But to be truly self-reliant is to take what your true thoughts are today, not the past and go, this is what I believe today. And this is why, and give the examples and be willing to defend that because you've done the research, you've had the data, you've got the experience and 
The other thing is tomorrow, maybe something else reveals itself and then your perspective completely changes about that position tomorrow. You have to have the courage to say, hey, you know what? Yesterday, I believed that and I was very strong about that. But today, given this new information, I believe this. And that's what a thought leader is. We think about what we believe in the moment, not what our identity is, who we used to hang out with and all these things that hold us back. So if you really want to start to make a real impact in the world, you got to lose the old identity shit and think about what am I believing today based on the evidence in front of me? Oh, yeah. And that happened Dude, I got, I got, with uh, one of the, a major Democratic uh, presidential candidate right before this last election. Uh, yeah, Tulsi. And, yeah. Uh, Tulsi Gabbard literally came out and said, yeah, this is not my party anymore. I am not a Democrat and I don't believe in what they're trying to do. And now everything she's talking is very, sounds very uh, conservative. And it was, a, it's a radical shift and it was something huge for someone of like her to be able to do. Yeah. And, I, and I, I think that's really hard for, especially men to be able to come out and say, my, my, uh, my ideals have changed. This is what I believe. It's almost like we're saying where we're wrong. Success Champion Networking has been by far the coolest project we've ever built. You know, bringing together like-minded, badass CEOs and business owners that are rapidly growing and scaling your business. When you do networking the right way, you can't help but, you know, open doors for others, help others build their businesses, and they help you build yours. You know, it's time that networking got an upgrade. And with Success Champions Networking, we've literally changed and solved the problem of what most people hate about networking. You know, no multi-level marketing, you know, no scams. You know, you've got to be a legit badass to be a part of these groups. So if you're looking to up your game, grow your business, scale and go bigger, come hang out at successchampionnetworking.com. Or no, I think that you touched the word. You said your ideals. Let's think about your core values, your belief systems, your alignment, your core values, like all your ideals. Those don't necessarily change, but the party that you may be currently aligned with did change. Yeah. Right. And so you're going to keep the identity to try to fit into that group because you don't want to be outcast again. Right. These are your friends. These are people you've had dinner with. You've been on vacation with. You chat with on social media and, you know, they're going to be mad at you if you say something against the, the, the herd. And so, yeah, I applaud Tulsi Gabbard. She was actually my favorite politician on all politics before that was even announced because I realized that she was very moderate like I consider myself to be and she can see that there's crap on both sides of the political aisle and she was not afraid to call out both sides and I think that unless you're willing to do that you don't have the strong courage to be able to be that thought leader if you're just a far left person you know copy pasting far left headlines and going all that and you're far right and you're just copy pasting headlines yeah. and doing that and ignoring the bad things are on that side, then you're not a thought leader. You're just a thought repeater. Dude, Tony, I got to tell you, man, I love this version of you. Uh, we first met a few years back on uh, both of each other's podcast. And this is an upgrade, dude. I love how you stand. Uh, and so you I didn't, you were a great guy before then. I'm not not saying anything like that, but <laughs> I love this. this wow, this Tony, found you love the new you. No, this is not a total. This is Donnie, a, should we ever, we shouldn't even be wanting to hang out with our old versions. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, one of the coolest things Kevin said to me after our badass business summit is pictures popped up in his Facebook feed, you know, it does those memories of the original summit we did. And the first thing he says, man, I don't even recognize that guy, that guy. Good. And that's how it should be. Right. You know, we yeah. should be able to stand on. So I'm out of complete props to you, I love this upgrade and this version of you. 
there's just a, a lot more confidence presence to you. I remember the first time I came out and said the word badass in social media when I launched my company. Dude, you know how many motherfuckers came? And it was always the old gray haired dudes that came at me and said, you know, you can't build a business by saying badass. You you uh, are going to ruin your reputation in the marketplace. And right. I finally found the response that worked for me, which was, thank you for letting me know that you're not my target audience. Yeah. And that shut them up. Right. But but even I had to go through my own head trash of fuck, they're coming at me for yeah. just saying badass. And I've got to give props to Andy. Andy Frazella said something on one of his. I had to stop listening to it for a while because he went too fucking political on me. Um, he's starting to reel it back in, though. But uh, he said something on his podcast that I put in my pocket and I've kept. And it's literally this. If you're not pissing somebody off, you are not standing in your own personal beliefs. You're trying to be a people pleaser to some portion. I was like, fuck, that's so true. So true. But we see that. We, yeah. we think about, think of all the people in history that have changed the world, good and bad, right? Yep. They were the ones that were being, they're willing to stand out on their own beliefs, whether that was good or bad. They're willing to be the one that changed the way people perceive things. They were actually ones creating history, right? New involved, you know, all these major things. And all of them have in common is they all have critics. They all have naysayers. They all have haters. Like even Mother Teresa and the Pope and all these people that have these good intentions, right? They all have haters, sometimes had murderers, right? So what makes you as a listener or a viewer of this think that you're going to be that one human in mankind of history that everybody's going to like and everybody's <laughs> going to love? And it's, it's impossible. It's literally impossible. So quit wasting your time trying to win the critics over. Go focus on the people that you want to serve. So one of my favorite posts that you put out recently, dude, and I laughed my ass off when I saw it. It's you standing over a freaking barbell and you're like, I'm manifesting this thing to lift off the floor with me right now. Oh, shit, it didn't work. I realized I had to reach down and grab the damn thing. One of my biggest platforms that I'm going after right now is I'm going after this fake woo-woo nation shit. The reason being, I grew up in it. Dude, I live that self-help. I'm awesome. I'm amazing beautiful person, right? All the mantra, stupid shit and all that. I lived it for years. It took me to almost losing everything that I had building a freaking business to understand that you can talk to yourself to your blue in the fucking face. But if you're not getting punched in the face and learning by screwing everything up, none of it matters. So just total props on that post altogether because uh, that shit I see, I'm like, fuck, that's my post. I'm stealing Dude, it. <laughs> you know, I'm big on, I'm big, and you, I know you are as well. We're big on visualization. Right? Absolutely. Like we visualize our goals. We visualize the future version of ourselves three to five years out. We visualize the, the financials that we want to have, the relationship. We, it's good to visualize that because we feed our brain with these goals. But where most people fail is they just keep visualizing it. They yep. don't do anything about it. And that's why I was kind of joking. Yeah, that the barbell one got a, a lot of laughs. And it, you know, it, it, I tried it again today. It didn't work again. I mean, I'm going to keep trying. <laughs> well, Huberman trying. Labs is, is a fantastic podcast. And I've really been into Huberman stuff. And one of the things I like is he's going straight at this through science and showing that how, how the ideas behind the manifestation, that kind of stuff doesn't work. And he, he said a philosophy, and I'm curious about your input on this. He, what he said was, most people, the reason goals don't work is because dopamine actually fires off when they visualize and see themselves completing the freaking thing. So That's they right. don't take the action because the dopamine's fired. So how does somebody, I know how I'd answer this, but how does somebody freaking visualize that big goal, but not let the dopamine keep them from going after it? Dude, it's brutal. I, 
you know, even social media posting, if you call your shots, for example, let's say like, Hey, I'm going to go launch a podcast at the end of this month, or I'm going to, I'm going to write a book. Just putting that out there can fool your brain enough to create that dopamine release. And then you get a little internal reward and you go, Oh, I feel good about that. Even if you didn't do anything, it's just weird. Right. So how do you fix that? Well, get an accountability group, hire a coach or hire someone that's not your best friend or get into a group that people are respectful, but will hold you to it. Right. Because one of the memes, this is going to be kind of counter what I just said, but I think it's very important. There's a stupid meme that kind of circulates the internet once in a while. And it says, hustle hard in silence and let your results speak for you. (laughs) And then everybody likes it and they're like sharing it and it's going apeshit viral again. It's like, I'm looking at the profiles of the people that like this post. It's like, they haven't done shit. They haven't done shit. They yep. haven't done shit. They haven't done shit. But they're they're sharing this meme. They're all about this hustle hard in silence. They ain't hustling hard at anything, right? And so you start to wonder, why are they not hustling at all? It's because they haven't put it out there. They're hustling in silence. But if they would actually put it out there, hey, guys, I'm going to write a book and it's going to be done in three months. I need you guys to hold me accountable. I'm going to share an excerpt from the chapter every single week. I need you guys to light the fire under my ass because this is something I really want to accomplish. Then, boom, if you put it out there, you have public accountability. If you have any integrity, if you're the type of person that will actually do with what you say, you're going to get it done because you don't have that escape door that nobody knows about. See, when you hustle hard in silence and you have no proven history of discipline and results, what that is, is that that's that little escape door. Like when you go to a movie theater, that's kind of like in the front that nobody uses, it goes to the parking lot. Like if you didn't call your shots and you tried and it didn't do so well, you could just go out the little escape door. Nobody even knew you were in the theater, yep. right? So call your shots. If you need that external accountability, use it, but then build the timeline and be really realistic about the time and commitment and guard that time to build whatever you're trying to create. Yeah, I I really hate that word to begin with anyway, hustle. Because I don't think the majority of people actually have a really good definition and understanding of what hustling to to do yeah. something actually means. They you know, they get this picture of, you know, I'm working really hard, I'm getting all this stuff done. Are you actually getting the right stuff done though? Just because you're busy for 8 to 10 hours a day? doesn't mean you're hustling. It just means you're busy. So yeah, I agree. I mean, if you haven't had a football coach, you probably don't know the real meaning of hustle. (laughs) Well, I, so you you know what it means. then. (laughs) Yeah. Go back a little bit also to the hustle in silence. Anybody who's doing this shit in silence is miserable. And the reason I say they're miserable is there's no feedback. And when you don't get feedback, good and bad, you're not going to progress forward. And I can tell you, as I built my business and I was failing fucking miserably building a business because I had no fucking clue what I was doing, I made myself an island because I thought if anybody knew how bad I was fucking doing, that nobody would do business with me. So this whole doing anything in silence is just a dumb move in the first place because without feedback, good and bad, you know, uh, it sucks. So, so as we get ready to wrap this up, Tony, because we, I seriously, we could keep talking down this lane for quite a while. You're just a freaking good dude to talk to. Um, if somebody is going to be finding their, their beliefs, because I think most people haven't spent enough time, you know, diving into their own head to figure out what they stand for, what their personal beliefs are, where do they start? Man, this is a good one. I would say do a brainstorming session. Maybe just write down with a pen and a paper. So it's very personal. What are the really strong beliefs that you carry about anything? Just write them down. And then once you have all your beliefs written down, whether that's 
parenting, the workspace, entrepreneurship, millions or financial, like all this stuff. Like, what do you believe about this? Then start to go through those one by one and go, where did that belief come from? Where did I learn that belief? And then you start to have that, like you can make a second column on that thing. Like, where did that come? Mom said that. Dad said that. Grandpa always taught me that. My second grade teacher taught me this. This is why I believed. Because you're going to start to find a lot of the beliefs that we carry, we, we adopted when we were age 10 to like 15, that range of time where we had no basis to compare it to. So we just looked at the people we loved and trusted and we just took their word as gospel. It became programmed as our belief. And therefore, yep. we carried it into our adulthood. So it, then when you understand where it came from, and maybe you can even pinpoint when you learned it, like not exactly the situation, but maybe at age 15, I learned that from my, my teacher and she told me about this thing right? Then the next column I would say is, does this serve me today? Does this belief serve me today? And is this delivering me on the path that I want to go with my ideals and the goals that I have in my mind? Is this really belief really, is it holding me back or is it actually serving me or is it neutral? You could even call it a neutral, right? Maybe you don't want to get rid of that one. So once you start to go through that and you gain, this is gaining awareness. This is gaining awareness 101 right here. Like when you start to realize this is what I believe, I'm a Republican. Got that from my dad and my grandpa. Does this serve me? Maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't. Right. Maybe you need to understand that there's some other belief that you need to break through. And, and I'll give a good example here. Yesterday, I got a, a text or actually a messenger from a friend of mine, a car guy. And he goes, hey, man, I'm really big into watches now. It's like, cool, man. I like watches. And he's like, but I'm afraid to post anything out there because it feels really pretentious. And I was like, oh. I said, maybe you should explore why that feels pretentious to you, where you learned that from and ask you if that serves you going forward. And he's, he kind of stumped and he was just like, whoa, I, I'm going to think on this because he didn't understand why he thought yeah. a, a flashy watch, which he loves, was pretentious. No, oh, I, I love all that. Fuck it. I'm going to ask another question because I'm going <laughs> to keep your time unless you got to run because I, 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 it's just too cool not to go after. Um, so people, they start studying their beliefs. They're going at it. Now, all of a sudden, the people pleaser, you know, comes off in their fucking head. They're like, okay, this is what I stand for. This is what I believe in. This is where I'm going to plant my flag. How do they turn off the people pleaser? How do they get to that place where they're like, fucking, I'm going to put myself out there and do it? Ask yourself in that situation if, what your intention is. When you're putting out mm. that strong message, what is your intention, right? If you're trying to do some shady shit or just trying to make a quick buck or just doing it for purely attention, be honest with yourself. What is it? Right. And if you feel a little ounce of guilt, it's probably because your intentions are not in the right direction. You're not going, you're not serving anybody or doing it yourself serving, or you're just trying to, it's just kind of feels icky, right? Because it is, it probably is something and that kind of bullshit detector, everybody's going to see also. So once you get your intention, like why, why, who am I serving? First of all, with this content, is it, am I just entertaining? Like I'm a comedian. Am I trying to be funny? Cause I love that too. Or am I educating people? Or is it because I just really want people to have some awareness and feel that I actually care about them. Right. There's reasons that we do what we do. So find the intention first and then put the message out there. And then if you get critics and haters and naysayers, it's a whole lot easier to deal with them when your intentions are right. Because like I said, if your intentions are wrong, you're just doing things for a quick buck and you get called out on it. You probably deserve it. <laughs> I love it. dude. I, and I want to speak to haters just really quick because uh, I put a, a, a TikTok out one day and it was a snippet of an interview that I was in. And I, you know, basically said, Hey, veterans quit leaning on your veteran status 
to come at it from this like the world owes you anything right thank you for your service i'm a veteran kevin's still serving you know fucking love everything you do but don't lean on it as a crutch mm-hmm. um to move forward and dude you should have seen him come out of the fucking woodworks <laughs> the people that got it man i got so many cool dms of thank you for standing up and saying that's so yeah. awesome wish more people would say that the number of people that came at me were like dude you're an idiot how could you think about veterans that way and I, I had fun re- miss, you know, replying, like, did you miss the part where I'm a Marine? You know, uh, <laughs> going right back at him. It was a lot of fun. But every time a negative comment hit, that post went up 50 to 60 extra more views on it. Huh. Right. So what I tell everybody is when the haters show up, start celebrating because your content just got past mom and dad. Yes. And somebody else is finally hearing your message. Yeah. To me, if, if you do not have haters or critics or naysayers, it means you're not doing anything worth noticing. And that's the hard truth. And you're still in that people pleaser, happy, warm, kumbaya phase of your, your message. <laughs> well, and I think that there's some added advantage to you as the poster when you get those types of comments. You have the people coming after what you said. You know, it's all really cool when people are saying, oh, yeah, this is awesome. I totally agree. Thank you so much for saying that. It makes you feel really happy. You get the little dopamine rush. But when people come at you and say, no, that's wrong. How can you do this? You, and you now have to defend your ideal or your thought process. It allows you to dive deeper into what you were thinking and why. And it really helps you refine that concept. So it actually is either going to reinforce, yep, I am thinking things the right way. I'm doing the right thing. Or, oh, I hadn't thought about this. Maybe I need to adjust a little bit. So you know, that. that conflict is good, I think. Dude, you nailed it, Kevin. So if if you put out a polarizing post or a polarizing headline, you're just regurgitating, copying something that you're sharing, that you see all your friends sharing, and somebody calls you out and you don't have the response, you don't have the answer because you haven't done the due diligence, you haven't done the research yourself, you haven't gone down the trail to figure out what your true opinions are, you're just sharing a headline, then maybe you'll have a moment of self-awareness in that situation and realize like, I need to be better prepared before I create some kind of a post like this. Maybe I need to go do the research. Maybe I need to learn a little bit more and see both sides and the perspective. That way I can formulate my true opinion, yep. not someone else's regurgitated opinion. And then I'm confident by putting it out there. And you guys that follow me on social media, you realize like this happens a lot to my posts where people try to snipe at it and they want to disagree with it. They just get out gunned because they haven't done the research themselves. They're they're still in that headline regurgitation mode from their CNN and their Fox. And I'm just shooting holes in it because I've got the data, the research, and I've invested the time. I don't just randomly post things. People may not know me very well, but when they see something, they may just think it's randomly posted or words that I use in my copy is very random. Very, I'm very intentional about what I post and how I post it. That's awesome, dude. Well, brother, I appreciate the hell out of this. I know the listeners will as well. How does everybody find you? How do they get in touch with you? Man, keep it simple. My website, 365driven.com, and you'll find my podcast, 365driven, and everything I do over there. So, thanks for having me, John, brother. Uh, any last parting words? Man, just be bold, guys. Be bold. Learn from it. Don't try to avoid the critics. They're not going to be there to support you anyways. I think too many people hide from situations and hide from people. Just think that these people are not going to be at your deathbed. So don't let them run your life. Mm, That should be the title of the show. Appreciate you, brother. Thanks for doing this. Sorry, brother. Man, I could talk to that dude forever. That was such a killer conversation. Uh, I, I love somebody that's so 
into their own beliefs like that. Well, it's I I really liked it because it's something that's really hard for a lot of business owners to to get a handle on for their for what they're posting and, and what their messaging is for building their brand is, you know, how do I be me? You know, everyone has a silly idea that they have to look a certain way and it, it's not, you know, the, you know, people will come to you as a person because of who you really are, you know, and you want those people in your world and, and, you know, what he does and what we talked about is so important. If people want to have their own brand, you know, it's, we, we talk about it all the time, you know, don't have the work you and then the home you because right. you're never going to be able to keep them separate at some point and it's going to confuse the marketplace. So, yeah, it, I really enjoyed that conversation a lot. Well, and I and I hope the listeners really heard some of the cool takeaways about how to find your beliefs, you know, how to turn off the people pleaser. And I love the, the, the raw side of this because it took me a while to remove work Donnie, corporate life Donnie out of my my system because it was so ingrained for so long. You know, I had a couple of cool triggering moments that allowed me to finally break loose and just go, fuck it, this is how I'm going to show up. And the more I continue to dial that in, and even here in Tony's talk, you know, I, I got some more areas of my life that I want to dial in a lot tighter on and go a lot louder too. Uh, and put out some more content that's picking that right fight. So uh, it's not intentionally picking a fight, but I know it's going to because I'm I'm choosing a belief system that that I want to go down, and I I hope more people embrace that and run with it. So yeah, and I I think a lot of people are afraid of that part. They're afraid of having the people that disagree with them showing up on their on their threads and and on their posts. And, you know, I, I think that's the, as an introvert, I could say, yes, that's totally you know, a thing for us. Uh, but, you know, I, I think it's really important because that is where you get the real conversations. And, you know, obviously you're going to have the trolls just, you know, ban them, get rid of them. But people are actually engaging you at different points of view where you can get into a real conversation. That just adds to your brand and that, that makes your brand stronger, you know, because you're actually now having people that you're in a dialogue with as opposed to just you know pontificating through a post yeah you know and i like how tony said that you've got to understand what's the point of your post in the first place because i think a lot of people go jab and and are trying to pick the fight purposely trying to piss people off versus trying to put a statement out in their own beliefs in in how they're doing things so um, intent is a huge thing and i love that you use that word because for me you know um, i'm going heavier on the hard work side of things um and the the woo-woo people are coming at me you know i've even been so far been called a guru because of talking about hard work and here's the thing there is a harmony of some sort between hard work and your beliefs and the visions and the things you're trying to, to carry. But, you know, if you're sitting around trying to make it happen without fucking going and getting punched in the face, without things falling apart, without busting your ass. And, and the reason you got to bust your ass, because I am. And if you're trying to build a business, you're stacked up against me, right? You're stacked up against Kevin. And, and you got to come at it from that perspective that you better outwork me because if you don't outwork us, then, uh, 
you're going to have to be content with the life you build for yourself. Yeah, that intent is, I think, really key because you'll, you'll come to me every once in a while. It's like, all right, so watch this post I'm about to, po- to do. I'm going to pick a fight. And it's you literally have, here's what I want to accomplish with this one post. And you do that on a regular basis. And it, I think that's really key because it, uh, I'm looking at the posts I've been doing over the last couple of weeks. I'm like, did I know really what I wanted to accomplish with each post? And I don't know if my answer is yes. Uh, so, you know, now it's... In your defense, say, though, you've just now really started doing yeah, social I'm, media. You know, yeah. Uh, but yeah. Hey, ooh, I'm posting. Uh, big win. <laughs> uh, I, get to have, I get to have a drink tonight now. Uh, but, you know, and I think, but though, as I go forward, it's going to be more, all right, so what do I actually want this post to do? Am I, you know, this morning, at least I thought about, so well, I want to promote this thing. I want get people to register for my workshop on Friday. But I think a lot of times like, all right, so what do I want to put out? And what is the message? And not so much about what I want them to do after, which is funny, well, I, I, considering I, I, I tell all my clients, hey, what do we want to accomplish with this email? What's the afters? And now I just don't think about that for my posting. So. Right. Well, I, I want to add a little bit to that is what's the belief in what you're about to post? You know, and I think that's for me, that's even how I'm going to tweak my post as you're hearing Tony um, is what is my belief here? Um, and add in there, what am I trying to accomplish with it? So um, I like it. I like it. So guys, if you got any value out of this, any tips or tricks, anything that would help you out, do us a favor and please share this episode out with one person that um, could value from this type of content. If you're listening on podcasts or on YouTube, please make sure you're subscribed uh, and leave us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. And as always, love you, mean it. See you, bye. When I created Success Champions, it was on the idea that most people make themselves an island as they're growing their business. Yet they just don't want people to know how bad things are because if anybody knew how bad things are, nobody would do business with you. So like me, they don't often reach out for advice. They don't get support. They just try and put their head down and grind through it. And let's be honest, man, that that lifestyle sucks. And when you're constantly trying to find yourself to push through it and figure it out on your own, it often leads to misery. We created Success Champions so you don't make yourself an island, so you don't build your business alone. There are a ton of people that are going through it on the same journey that are looking for the same advice you are. Maybe they've been through it and are looking to help. So come hang out with Success Champions. Go to successchampionnetworking.com, go visit one of our peer groups, and let's help you actually get to business freedom. Don't build your business alone. Come hang with us as Success Champions.